All right, guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. And John and I are here today to do our week seven weekend wrap up show. I heard a fan offer free dipping dots if I blew it. Wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I had bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dots sound good. All right, guys, welcome in. John, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, just making sure, man. (laughs) All the mic issues I've had lately, just making sure. All right, so Brad with College Sportscast, and we are finished with week seven in college football. Um, Seems like it's speeding by. We're about halfway through the season now at week seven. And, uh, John, it's it's going pretty fast, right? Seems like. Yes. It uh, didn't even realize it was week seven. That was – didn't realize that was the – that's about the halfway that point. Week yeah, seven yeah. is. Yep, yep. Because uh, I mean, obviously, everybody's got twelve, uh, twelve games that they play, and then one. But off then there's week, a bye. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a bye week, so yeah. That's about halfway through the season uh, at week seven. So you know the there's some playoff pictures and stuff like that. We'll kind of get to that's kind of coming to light. I think you're kind of getting a clear picture of what that's going to look like probably down the road. Um, but let's start out with the best games of the week. What, what did you think were some of the best games of the week? Well, best games in terms of, uh, total outcome or best games in terms of like, uh, just just entertaining to watch or, you know, well, the Oregon game was probably the best one. Uh, right. And then, uh, you know, uh, I, I was covering the Sanford Furman game during the Alabama game, but we kept turning around in the press box and going, "What is going on over there?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Bama jumped out ahead, and then you know had to hold on. So, right, that's what we uh, that's what we saw. We saw that it was uh, that it was Bama up twenty four to three or twenty four to six or whatever it was early in the game, and then all of a sudden, you know it. You know, it, it, we look back around and it's 24-21. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was kind of a theme of, of week seven is some teams that, like, went out ahead and then just quit and got, well, like, blown out in the second half. The top four The top four teams – the top four teams uh, this week, and I'm – Looking at okay, there we go. So I'm looking at the uh, 
the the AP Top Twenty Five that just got released. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll early. get to that in a sec. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so the top four teams didn't really have any issues. They were pretty much straightforward. They really didn't play a whole lot of competition. No, either they did. They did not play any competition, but they went <laughs> out and they took care of business. Top four. Then yeah. you look at uh, five, six, and seven. Six Oklahoma, I don't think played this week. I think they were off. So they were. They were on uh, bye week. Washington played they had a really tough game penn state i think blew out the team that they were playing they were uh, playing they yeah. played umass they played UMass. yeah umass uh, yes texas was off oregon you know the not number nine team got beat by the number five team right by, by three so um so if you're looking at the next yeah of the next you know five right there you know two played each other two were off and one blew out a you know, a team that they should have blown out. Um, right. And then you get into 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and that's North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina. I uh, thought North beat, Carolina looks pretty good. Yeah, they beat this, they beat Miami. Miami, you know, still doing Miami things. And uh, Alabama stayed where they were. They, you know, started out, you know, taking care of business, and then all of a sudden was uh, – uh, not really sure what was going on. <laughs> right. Uh, well, let's, let's you, dig into the let's dig into the new AP poll. Yeah. Um, I, Georgia Georgia went lost a few um, number one votes, but still stayed number one. They had fifty last week. They have forty three this week at number one. Michigan picked up some first place votes. They had sixteen. They're number two. Ohio State is three with one first-place vote, and Florida State is four with one first-place vote. That's your top four. Number five is Washington moved up after beating um, Oregon in Washington this week, 36-33. They won 37-34, I think, last year at Oregon, so – the last two times these two teams have played have been barn burner, really great games, and Washington's come out on top twice by three points. Um, Oklahoma, interesting, coming off of a big win last week against Texas, had moved up to five. They had a bye week, and Washington jumps them this week, and they go down a spot to six in the bye week. The even more interesting, the even more interesting thing is what happened to Texas in a couple spots later. <laughs> yeah, uh, Penn State also slid down a spot, even though they kicked the crap out of UMass sixty-three to nothing. Um, they slid down to seven. Um, so that is your top seven undefeated teams. Okay, there's a couple of other undefeated here, but that's your top seven undefeated teams. Then you got Texas at eight. Texas, in a bye week, who had lost, moved up a spot. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Texas, who didn't play, who was in a bye week. Oklahoma, who won the game, dropped a spot. And Texas, who lost the game, moved up a spot. Yeah, they just flipped uh, Texas and, uh, and Oregon. And so that was uh... – yeah, um, Oregon. Like, so Oregon goes to nine. They dropped only one spot um, after that loss, which is, you know, I, I have no problem with that at all. Yeah, I don't um, care. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem with that. UNC moves in front of Alabama, 
at yep. 10, and they're still undefeated. They already had their bye week, so they're 6-0. and um, They're still undefeated and moved up two spots in front of Alabama at 10. Alabama's um, still 11. Oregon State moved up three spots after um, their big win, UCLA, this week. They had another really nice 36 to 24 win over UCLA, and they are six and one at their number 12. Ole Miss is 13, five and one. Utah's five and one. They're 14, moved up two spots. Notre Dame moved up six spots after their big, big win at home against USC. That's another Man, game up, that I thought. They put up 48 against. USC, but more importantly, they held USC to 20. 20. That's the and, part that and Caleb Williams had three picks, um, you know, um, and made USC really not look good on offense. We all knew their defense was kind of suspect. Uh, we knew that they were trash. Let's just, yeah, call it like we I mean? see it. They were trash. Yeah. You know, I was a little surprised that their offense didn't look better than what it did. Um, yeah. With, with USC. Uh, Duke had a nice win at home against NC State, 24-3, and they are still 5-1, and one, moved up a spot at 16. Tennessee moved up two spots um, after their uh, win against A&M, um, and their 17. USC fell eight spots after their loss. They're 6-1 to 18. LSU moved up three spots to 19 after beating Auburn. We can talk about that for a second here if you want or, or, or not. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> LSU, we don't have to because I'm I'm going to get to mine in a minute anyway. So, uh, But uh, LSU beats Auburn, I think, by 30. By a lot. Was it 48-18 or something like that? 48-18. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the score. Missouri, like I said, fixing to get to mine in a minute. Missouri comes in at number 20. They demolish Kentucky after the first quarter. Kentucky jumps out to a 14 to nothing lead and then just basically quits. And I, I don't really understand what the hell they did last night. I mean, really, I don't. Um, they got beat 38 to seven in the last three quarters and was up 14. Jumped out, looked like they were going to play some ball, and then they had a fake punt. The punter passes 39-yard touchdown pass, and after that it just broke their back. They Kentucky um, had a wide-open receiver down the field, and they drop it. And, I mean, just – there's just – it's uncalled for. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain, really. But, anyway, give Missouri credit. They scored 38 points. Um, and, and beat Kentucky last night in Lexington. They're 6-1. and one. Louisville, who's coming off a big win over Notre Dame, goes to 1-4 Pitt. And Pitt outscores them 24 to nothing in the second half. Yeah. And they get beat 38-21. to 21. Actually, it was the identical score that Kentucky got beat, that Missouri beat. But they get beat 38-21, to 21, got outscored 24 to nothing at Pitt. Um, and fell seven spots to 21. Air Force, first time in the poll this week, this year, they are still undefeated. They come in at 22. Tulane comes in this week at 23, um, five and one. 
Iowa got a really nice win at Wisconsin, 15-6. to um, Ran the ball really, really well and controlled their defense, and they were a 10-point underdog in this game. They are 6-1 and one and now control their own destiny in the um, opposite division of the Big Ten, you know, from Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, What's well, the one that you can easily just win? All you got to do is just do, you know, beat one team or something like that, and you ought to be able to. Uh, well, Wisconsin and Iowa were the two teams that were right there at the top, and now they have the win against them. So I think they that's, have the that's advantage. What I said. The one team yeah. you just had one team to beat. That's Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and somehow UCLA stays in the poll. Um, they did move down seven spots, but. Um, they are coming off of a loss to Oregon State. They are four and two, and they are the twenty fifth team in the AP poll. Any any surprises that you see there, John? Uh, not really. I mean, the biggest movers were the ones that would look like they were the most uh, fraudulent, and um, once they got beat, you know, the the AP voters decided it was a good time to go ahead and knock them all the way down. Um, we do have uh, some others receiving votes. You got James Madison, um, Clemson, Florida, Washington State, Fresno State, Liberty, Kentucky, Wyoming, Kansas, West Kentucky Virginia. Kentucky doesn't deserve votes. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Oklahoma State and Miami also doesn't res- deserve <laughs> any votes, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm being straight up honest with you. After the I tried to tell you weeks. this like three weeks ago. Yeah, after the last two <laughs> weeks, no. Um, Florida did have a nice win. We'll get to that um, in a little bit. We'll yeah, they did. The full, we'll do the full scoreboard. Yeah. Um, Clemson had a bye week, I believe. They were off. They did. So They did. Um, yeah, so they didn't play. Washington State drops out. Kentucky drops out. Kansas drops out. Uh, and there was one more. That dropped out. I think there was four uh, that of the eight out. people. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just looking to see if there was any uh, of those, um, some of those others that were seen. Trying to votes. think who else would it have been. Was it Miami? Was Miami in the, was Miami down there in the to, uh, top I think, 25? I think, they, I think they were 25th. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's either them or West Virginia or Oklahoma State. I think was, it was Miami. Because I think okay. Miami was 25th in the poll last week, so okay. that's your that's your four teams that dropped out. Um, the ones that moved in were Iowa, Tulane, right. Air Force, and Missouri. Those gotcha. are your four teams that moved into the AP poll, right? This week, um, I you know looking at this with the AP poll, I I'm gonna be honest with you that the top 20 teams. I, I mean, I think they absolutely have the top 20 teams correct. Yeah, and I mean, it really doesn't matter who's uh, who's down there on the, the bottom five. I really don't care whether they are or the not. The bottom five can move around, and you can put people in and out or whatever. It really doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I it'll matter more next year when you have a 12-team playoff. Yeah. But this year, I mean, with it being still the four-team playoff, I mean, honestly, the top, top twenty th- are the only ones that's really got any kind of outside chance. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and even then, I mean, like, okay, Notre Dame's still got a chance. Duke's got a chance. I mean, Tennessee's got one. Tennessee really doesn't. LSU is where it kind of starts because LSU's got two losses right now. Right, yeah, they do. And, I mean, they trying to think of their their path because they've got Missouri to win. They, still, they need they Missouri, need to win the West. Missouri still you know has their own destiny because their loss was a West team and they got one. So if then they still have Georgia to play. So yeah, so you, yeah, they still have to play Georgia. I mean, like technically, yes, everybody that's in the top twenty five has a pathway to the playoff. Everybody, LSU every one of them does because one of their losses is outside of the SEC. And if they right. could beat, and if they can win out and beat Bama, then right. they at least get I mean, the SEC championship game. Right, but I mean, like I said, there there are there, everybody has a path, has a path. Right now, how realistic is that path? Well, you know, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. like realistically, do you believe that number thirteen Ole Miss is going to be a playoff team? Realistically. I, you know, they still have a shot, but do I really think that? I mean, Judkins is going to have to run all over everybody. <laughs> They're going to have to play defense, too. <laughs> so. I'm just saying, Judkins is going to have to run all over everybody. I don't know if you right. caught some of it, but, I mean, he's he's a hell of a runner. Well, yes, he is. <laughs> but... Again, and just like they would have Kentucky to play, they have to play defense, and they gotta Kentucky, they gotta go beat Bama. Kentucky yesterday, they, 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 didn't, Davis, they lost to Bama. Ray Davis so. has a hundred yards in the first quarter. Just a little bit after the first quarter, has thirteen carries, has a hundred yards. Looks like he's lighting it up. They literally gave him the ball. They just quit going to him. They gave him the ball seven times after that, and he wound up with like one hundred twenty-eight yards. Yeah. But why? I, I, I don't like I, – I don't understand it. Like, how do you do that? You're up 14 to nothing. Your running back has 13 carries with nearly – it was like 95 yards or something. It was nearly 100 yards. Yep. Well, I mean, look, you, you can we – can, we can have all the complaints about our own teams because, I mean, if you really think about it, you know, Auburn has a drive. It's going really well. Robbie Ashford, quarterback, it's got this drive going, and then the moment that they swapped out to put Peyton Thorne in, the drive died. Now, Auburn's down 14 at this point, 13. They're down 13 at this point. I think it's 20 to 7 when this, this drive happens. And part of it was a 52-yard pass that – uh that um. Robbie Ashford had, and he was the one that was leading the drive, and it just seemed like every time that they inserted Thorn, drive killed. So, I mean, you could say the same thing. Why would you keep inserting Thorn? I had been telling you that I thought Robbie Ashford was going to be key for this Auburn team. Well, he is key. Didn't didn't not believe you on that. It's a – it was just a, I just know a lot of Auburn fans was looking to replace Robbie Ashford and they wasn't happy with him and everything else. And I think he's one of the athletes that's on this team. He's got to be out there. I mean, honestly. Correct. He, ha- he has to be out there. 
and I know they went out and they got Peyton Thorne and but I just don't think that he is enough that you bench your one of your best, if not the best, athlete that you have on the offensive end. You know what I mean? Correct. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This is going to be a message from Howie Fresh. He is um, got a advertisement here, and I'm going to let you guys see this. And I just want to share that our newest partner, uh, W Energy Drinks. You know, energy drink, you get the powder, you mix it over, up at home, but it's better than any of that coffee, any of that energy drink you get. There's no crash, no jitters, no angst. Uh, they have a patented Neurofactor. Uh, that's the star of the show. We have brain food. I'm talking taurine, tyrosine, glutamine, uh, more. Uh, they only have the best amino acids. Uh, only the best brain-benefiting vitamins. I'm talking B3, B12, vitamin C, much more. I'm also talking 150 milligrams of caffeine. So just like your energy, it gives you that kick. There's no sugar, no maltodextrin, no fake colors, no jaws, no fillers, no BS. You can go to w.gg, w.gg, make sure you use the code REALFRESH, two words, code REALFRESH, get 10% off of your order and support the show. Or if you'd rather just copy-paste the link from the description. Alright guys, that was Howie Fresh. Uh, with a message from Dubby, uh, we uh, all of us we live a busy, busy life, and almost all of us are looking for a way to boost energy. Sometimes um, they have a, a great natural energy drink. Check them out. Use the code Real Fresh. All right, we're going to get to our college football scoreboard. The week actually started on Tuesday night. And, John, I'm going to ask you, when did they start having games on Tuesday nights? Uh, several years games. ago because it was because uh, we're, we're in the process of going through 48 days of uh, college or of football. Yeah, we are. 48 days of just, football on TV. I, don't, I, I did not know that there were games played on Tuesday night. I knew Thursday. And I yes. knew that there was – I knew that there was a conference that done a little bit of Wednesday nights. It was usually the like Mac. one or two games. It was Maction. Maction. Yeah, Maction. Okay. But, but, when uh, did Tuesday yeah. start? It, like I said, it's been a few years because I've known about that where we've had um, this little stretch that we're going through where it's uh, about a month and a half of co- uh, where there is football every day. Yeah, there is. a month is. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's on TV. All the way till college, November the twenty second, I think. Or yeah. professional, yeah, yeah, yep. So, all right. Um, so, the week started on Tuesday this this past week. MTSU beat La Tech thirty one twenty three. Liberty beat Jacksonville State thirty one to thirteen. Coastal Carolina beat Appalachian State twenty seven to twenty four on Tuesday. Wednesday was UTEP 27, FIU 14, New Mexico State 27, and Sam Houston 13. Then on Thursday, um, there was a wild game and a wild finish between Houston and West Virginia. I don't oh, my know gosh, you, yeah. 
I don't know if you guys caught this game or not, but West Virginia scored with like 20 seconds to go or something and was ahead in this game. And they were celebrating because they thought they had won the game. They get a celebration penalty and then um, they have to kick off from the 20 instead of the 35. And they get it all, they get the ball like around the 50 yard line, hit a, you know, hit one play and kick a field goal and beat West Virginia 41 to 39. It was an absolute crazy ending. Um, SMU beat East Carolina 31 to 10 on Thursday night. And then Friday, we have Tulane over Memphis 31 to 21. Fresno um, State beat Utah State 37 to 32. And there was another wild game on Friday night uh, that went into two overtimes. And somehow Stanford scored 46 points, which I think is more than they had scored the entire season so far. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, so so I think. Colorado and went up with 29 nothing at half. We're up yes. 29 to nothing at half. Stanford yes. in the, the second half scores 26 and then Colorado uh scores a touchdown in in the fourth quarter to uh to have the same score um and then in overtime there were 10 points of over uh 10 points scored in overtime by Stanford and it was uh seven by uh Colorado so the the first overtime they both scored a touchdown the second overtime Colorado fails to score Stanford kicks the winning field goal. It was a wild game. Um, I, I don't know. I, I thought I seen where it's the largest deficit overcome in the Pac-12. In but twenty-nine is a lot. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I yeah. would think. Yeah. Um, so. so that was on um, Friday night. And then, John, I'll let you run through starting on Saturday. All right, Saturday, Georgia. Uh, Vanderbilt 37 to 20 um, basically allowed Vanderbilt to score 13 in the fourth order uh, make it look like it was a lot closer than it really was but really 37 to 20 Michigan thumps Indiana 52-7 Ohio State takes care of Purdue 41-7 Florida State takes care of Syracuse 41-3 Penn State Wallops, Mass, UMass, 63-0. And then you had the really good game between number seven, Washington, number eight, Oregon. And that was 36-33, uh, to 33, Washington. Um, Notre Dame uh, beat USC 48-20, to 20, as we had talked about previously. <laughs> Alabama had their scare of 24-21. North Carolina beats Miami 41-31. Pitt beat Louisville 38-21. Um, doing what Pitt does, beats a team that they're not supposed to. They do it. And anyway. outscored them 24 to nothing in the second half. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, things that Pitt does well, beats a team they're not supposed to every year. And, uh, the, the next game here, um, the – one of the later games, uh, 36 to 24, was Oregon State over UCLA. Uh, Utah beat Cal 34 14. 
Um, let's see. We had Duke over NC State 24 to 3. Tennessee beats Texas A&M 20 to 13. Washington State takes care of Arizona or no, sorry. Misread that. Arizona beats Washington State. That was a surprising score. That is a surprising score. Arizona scored at least 10 points every quarter. And that was in Washington State, which is usually a very tough place to play. And I'll give Arizona is a good team. I don't think they're a great team. Correct. And Washington had been playing well, or Washington State had been playing well. And Somehow the Cougars just laid an absolute egg. Yeah, I think it was after the uh, the Oregon State game, man. They got beat twice by Oregon State. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the um, yes, Washington State, especially when they're good or when they're a decent team, they're playing at home. It gets really hard to uh, come out with a victory in that one. But Arizona went in and absolutely thumped them. Uh, LSU. Uh, destroyed Auburn 48 to 18. <laughs> There's not really any other way to say it. Um, Oklahoma State beat Kansas 39 32. Uh, Missouri beat Kentucky 38 21. Rutgers beat Michigan State 27 24. It's about the only way that Rutgers is going to start getting a lot of Big Ten wins is playing teams that are in disarray. So Hey, Rutgers has had a pretty good year so far, actually. They're five and two, two and two in the Big Ten. Yep. Yeah, I mean, pretty decent. Uh, let's see. We got Ohio, Iowa State thirty to ten over Cincinnati. Now that's weird too. Cincinnati is zero and three in the Big Twelve. We always we we all kind of thought that they would uh, have a, a better year than but what they, they do. St- but they started the first two or three couple of two or three weeks. They looked like they were going to do really well, and then all of a sudden, the wheels have just fell completely off. Right. Uh, North Texas, first AAC team, uh, beat Temple 45-14. We have James Madison still rolling at 41-13. Rank James Madison. That's what they need to do. Rank James Madison. I think they're the first one out. Yeah, I think so too. Eastern Michigan yeah. beat Kent State twenty eight fourteen. Uh Navy beat Charlotte fourteen nothing. These are <laughs> some of these lower level FBS teams. Oh no, we'll we'll finally make it to some more SEC schools here. Uh Toledo over Ball State thirteen to six. Troy took care of Army nineteen to nothing. Go Trojans. El- yeah, that's right. Illinois beat Maryland 27-24. Florida beat South Carolina 41-39. That was a wild game. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, then there was uh, Virginia Tech 30-13 to over Wake Forest. That was, a, that was an odd-looking score. Virginia Tech is really not that good. Um, and Wake Forest. It was I mean, at – it was at Virginia Tech, but Wake Forest was coming off of a seventeen to twelve loss at Clemson or versus right. Clemson. Um, and I thought you know, the spread Virginia Tech was favored by one, okay, the spread on this game. And I thought, right. man, that looks like a weird spread. And then they go out and beat them thirty to thirteen. I was like, Okay. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
TCU took care of BYU 44-11. Uh, let's see. Florida Atlantic beat South Florida 56-14. to Man, these schools whipping up on South Florida makes that Alabama game look crazy. Just by it the does. Uh, let's it see. Does. Central Michigan. Central Michigan beat Akron 17-10. Bowling Green over Buffalo 24-14. Miami of Ohio 34-21 uh, over Western Michigan. Iowa beats Wisconsin 15-6. Northern Illinois over Iowa or Ohio 23-13. UNLV beats Nevada 45-27. San Jose State 52-24 over Mexico. Kansas State beats Texas Tech 38-21. Georgia State beats Marshall uh, 41-24. Texas State uses last-second heroics from TJ Finley to beat – La Monroe or UL Monroe 21 20. Wyoming or Air Force beats Wyoming 34 27. That was a good game. UTSA takes care of business against UAB 41 20. Colorado State also had last second heroics and came back against Boise State, beats Boise State for the first time ever. In program history, 31-30. And San Diego State goes to the Big Island and beats Hawaii 41-34. That is all the scores in FBS this week. All right. That's a full score football scoreboard rundown for the entire week of week seven, guys. Um, We appreciate you guys following along. Hopefully we hit your team unless your team was having a bye week or something this week. Um, The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to play one more little video um, from Howie Fresh. This is his um, The Real Fresh channel on YouTube. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got the Wrestling Corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. All right, guys. Again, that was Howie Fresh, friend of the show. Um, Always on Sunday, we are featured on his channel, on the Real Fresh channel. This show, our weekend wrap-up show, is always featured on his channel and always tried to advertise this show for Howie with his Dubby Energy Drink and his Real Fresh channel on YouTube. So y'all check him out. He's a great dude, great follow. He puts out his own content, and uh, uh, I think you guys will like him. Some of it's pretty funny stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He has a Tokes and Take show, 
He does he and he also does um, an NFL show and some pro stuff and some wrestling stuff. Check him out. He's a, he's a good dude. All right, John. I'm going to get to one that I wanted to get to. So for your week for week seven, what was your good? Let's do a good, bad, and ugly. All right. So week seven, the good was let me let me pull this up here. How about Notre Dame's defense being the good here? Um, give me a second, and I'll actually be able to pull up everything for you. But Notre Dame's defense was able to hold USC 20 points, uh, keep the reigning Heisman Trophy, uh, or uh, pick the reigning Heisman Trophy winner off three times, I believe. Yep, they had three interceptions against the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, kept him to only 199 yards passing, so under 200 yards passing. He also had negative eight yards rushing, so that all was uh, through sacks. Um, which they had trying to see where they actually had the, the sack total against him, but uh, I believe it was six sacks, six sacks, uh, against Caleb Williams. But all in all, what they did is that they held, they held, uh, USC, uh, to mediocre status, which is a, which is not what they were as far as offense. You know, offense, they were really a high power offense. Yeah, they've, they've was, been elite. It's, it's really Absolutely. their it's really yeah. their it's really their defense that's been putting them on the border of losing a bunch of games. And right. uh and Notre Dame's offense was able to hold um or uh, Notre Dame's defense was able to hold the reigning Heisman Trophy went into under 200 yards passing and for the UC to only rush for 103 yards. So that yeah. is the good for, okay. for me. That's your good. Mine's Washington and Michael Penix Jr. Um, I think mm-hmm. he had four. He had four TDs in the game against Oregon. Um, he is leading the country in yards, passing yards. Um, he may be leading the country now in passing TDs. I haven't looked at the current stats after week seven, um, but uh, he is definitely in my book after the win against Bo Nix and Oregon this past week. I think he and and the and what you just talked about with Notre Dame holding Caleb Williams like they did. I think Michael Penix Jr. is now the front runner for the Heisman as of yeah. right now. I think so too. Um, as of right the, the, now. And, and I think the, the game that he had, and and look, he threw for over 300 yards against the Oregon defense. He threw four touchdowns, had one interception, um, but looked really good against Oregon. Um, Michael Penix Jr. is just, it's going to be one of the top picks in the draft. Absolutely. The kid, the kid is fantastic. And like I said, as of right now, after week seven, Michael Penix Jr. is the clear front runner, even over the reigning winner for the highest. Correct. I think. Correct. Yep. All right. So what's your bad from week seven? Oh God, there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There is. That's why I want to know. Just you don't have to pick like seven. Just pick one, whatever. But you know, what's your bad uh, for weeks? Well, the, the the 
the question is, is what, who do I want to have as the bad versus who, what do I want to have as the ugly? Right. You know? And that's yeah. 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 Right. So <laughs> I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to save, uh, all right. Well, well, how about this? Let's just go with the bad is Auburn. All right. Cause the ugly is going to be something else. I think I've got something for the ugly. Um, okay. Uh, the bad is Auburn. Um, Auburn had less than, I believe three. Yep. Less than 300 yards of total offense against a bad, a bad LSU defense. Yeah, LSU defense. The LSU yeah. defense ranks in the hundreds of 133, uh, you know, FBS schools. They're in the hundreds because they're not good. And Auburn only mustered up 280, 290 yards against them uh, with uh, only one one touch or two touchdowns so that's just that's bad that's really bad yeah Um, however however they did break their streak of uh not being able to throw uh not having a 100 yard passer against an fbs (laughs) against an fbs (laughs) or a power five opponent that's what it is are you sure this isn't the ugly uh, well, that, that I was I was debating whether to have this one as the ugly, you know, but I, I then got the idea of something else okay, to be the so ugly. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play off of you, and my my bad is definitely Kentucky. You know, starting yeah, out. So 14, I figured. Yeah, we'll my bad is teams. definitely Kentucky. I mean, you start out fourteen nothing in the first quarter. You look like you came to play. The offense is looking great. Ray Davis. Uh, has a passing touchdown, has 13 carries, almost 100 yards in the first quarter. The Kentucky has 151 yards as an offense in the first quarter, okay? And then the second quarter and the rest of the game happens, and they get beat 38-7 to after the, uh, the first quarter. They literally had just over a hundred yards of offense for the entire rest of the game. Um, and Ray Davis had seven carries. And I just don't understand it. I don't know how you can go away from your identity like that in a game. Um, and that is definitely the bad. I mean, Leary. Is 14 to 27, 120 yards, and Kentucky has 14 penalties for 122 yards. Did y'all hear me? Mm. More penalty yards than passing yards. Ooh. Terrible. 122 penalty yards and 120 passing yards. Um, so that's definitely my bad. So what is your ugly? What's the ugly for week seven? All right. Well, the ugly is how Alabama beat Arkansas. <laughs> uh, look, honestly, I, I can't explain it. The the first half, or, or at least when I started looking at some of the stats that were on the on the uh, the game cast for for Alabama, it said Jalen Milrow had two hundred nineteen yards passing, which was great. And then that stat stayed at 219 yards passing for like the entire second half. He ended with 238 yards, means he threw for 19 more yards. Sometime, like I think during the second half, threw for 19 yards for the duration of the second half, um, which is unbelievable for me. 
to even think about. Uh, Milro rushing negative 19 yards. A running quarterback, a quarterback that is as athletic as he is, but they have for negative kind of 19. Gone away I know that they that the last couple of weeks, and he's been more of a pocket passer. And at some point in time, you're gonna want to use him to, for his legs. Yeah, I mean, I agree. probably wasn't a good idea at this one right here to do use his legs. Uh, they didn't. They went away from him. So obviously, the the negative 19 yards rushing uh, come from sacks. So uh, which are I'm not completely, you know, agreeing that sacks should be added into the rushing stats. I don't really think they should either. But Yeah, I mean, the NFL doesn't use them, but nope. the college does. So that's kind of dumb to me. Yeah, I don't but, either. I don't think sacks should be added into rushing stats. I mean, that's yeah, so, that goes against your running backs and your team. And you know what I mean? Like, the, I just don't understand how you can do right. that really. But. Right. But anyway, yeah, when it's a, a rushing play that is not a true rushing play, I mean, because yeah. you don't know whether he's trying to run or not, right? Right. For the and most when part, he just he's dro- not. When he just drops back and he's in the pocket and somebody comes up and slams to the ground, I mean, that's clearly not a rush. Right. <laughs> clearly. I mean, yeah. So, you know? But anyway, that the, the ugly is just what happened in the second half for Alabama. They only scored three points in the second half. Uh, Arkansas scored 15 in the second half, and Alabama's three came in the third quarter. Uh, and that Oddly, was, Arkansas's best two games have been against a three-point loss at, L- at LSU and a three-point loss at Alabama. Right. So... <laughs> So know. go I'm, figure. I, I, really I don't, don't know. know. So my ugly is I'm I'm just gonna be straight up honest with you guys. My ugly is Colorado and Deion Sanders and the Buffaloes 29 to nothing. Um and this Stanford team is terrible, guys. Like like it is a really, really bad team. And they bring back Travis Hunter. And I know I didn't see all of it, so I didn't look at all the stats, but I know he did have two touchdown catches in this game at least. Uh, But he got hit several times and had to be helped off, walked off the field a couple of times. And they brought him back a week early because they had originally said that he was going to come back next week. And they brought him back a week early. And you bring Travis Hunter back against Stanford – up 29 to nothing. He's got two touchdowns. And somehow or another, you give up the lead and the win to this Stanford team and get beat 46 to 43 in double overtime. Can we please halt the presses with all this Deion Sanders stuff this year? This game right here ends it for me. I don't even care. If you look at Colorado's schedule the rest of the year, they're in trouble. I mean, they play this Arizona team that just beat Washington State at Washington State. They play Arizona State. Um, you know, and if you look at their schedule, I I struggle. I mean, they may not even get to six wins now. Maybe. They're four look. and three. Here's here's what happened in this game. 
All right. And ugly. I mean, it's just, it, it, I, I can't it's, even. It's ugly. I've got the stats right here in front of me, and this is what's, what's like, insane. Okay, so the, the problem for, for Colorado is the exact same problem that USC has. Their offense is great. Their defense is terrible. It's terrible. Okay? Yes. It, that's yes. exactly what it is. So yeah. what happened in this game is Ashton Daniels, the quarterback for Stanford, threw for 396 yards. Unbelievable. When's the last time that Stanford's had a quarterback that threw for 396 yards? I mean, that's just unbelievable that they you're gave probably up. Probably 300... thinking Andrew Luck, and that's you're probably right. I haven't gone yeah. and looked it up, but I'm just well, saying Andrew either. Luck. Yeah. But okay. So I mean, Stanford is for running the ball and threw 396 yards on you. That is bad. Now yeah. Shadur Sanders threw for 400 yards. Again. Didn't think that Colorado's offense was is is the problem. The offense is not the problem. Shadur Sanders threw for 400 yards. He had 33 for 47 on passing, which means he's throwing, you know, 60 something, 70 something percent passing, you know, completion rate, uh, you know, rate with 400 yards passing, five TDs and one interception. Again, great day, great day. Not the not the problem. The defense yeah. is the problem when you allow for one receiver to have 13 receptions for 294 yards and three TDs, that seems like a problem. <laughs> you think? That's bad. That's bad. 294 okay. yards of one receiver? Yeah. So now, look, Colorado had two receivers that, that that together. Is their, best, their best two receivers actually did not even have that, and they had 20 receptions between them. So between Travis Hunter and Xavier Weaver, they had 20 receptions for 170. I know Hunter had two TDs. Four. And, yep, he did. He had two TDs, um, and so did Xavier Weaver. He also had two, Ds, uh, two TDs. And um, Travis Hunter went for 140 yards and 13 receptions. Xavier went for 124 on seven receptions. So those two combined did not even do 294 yards. Um, they did have more touchdowns. They had uh, – seven more receptions than than Alik. I I am manner I don't know the the, the I'm not pronunciation. even gonna, yeah yeah. Per, yeah be able to begin to pronounce this but I mean this the the defense for Colorado is the Atrocious. part that was that that is just absolutely horrible and, and that's why I, that, I wanted to pick them as my ugly. I mean, that's as ugly as you can get, if you ask me. Correct. I mean, yeah. that that's just – it's insane. I mean, even the rushing attack, they were still able to have 124 yards running, you know, rushing against uh, the Colorado uh, defense. And their defense Colorado is had, why I say when you look at their schedule, I'm not sure that they can find two more wins. I, I, I don't know. Right, because, I mean, I don't think that – I mean, when you go against the Oregons, and they've already gone against Oregon, and they lost. They're they've still got to go against, I think, Washington. Correct? They still yeah, they play Washington. They've played, they've played Oregon and USC. That's who they right. played. The the top teams. Right, and USC uh, was able to come back and and barely beat them. Barely, yes. Right, but here, I'll, 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 real quick, I'm trying to get. Their schedule to come up and see. I know they play Arizona and Arizona State. That's two of their five games remaining. Right. Um, 
I've got the schedule right here. Next week is uh, well, next week is a bye week, so they have a bye week this next week, and then in two weeks they play <laughs> uh, at UCLA. Then they've got Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, Utah. So they don't play. They don't play Washington in this uh, this season. Okay. So okay. they they avoid Washington, but, but they, they still have, have to play. Utah. Oregon State and UCLA, who are all ranked. They've got the, the at UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, at Washington State, at Utah. So they are going. Arizona's to play coming for, off of beating Washington State forty-four to six. Um, Arizona, you know, Arizona's a decent team um, and has a good offense, which doesn't bode well for a bad, you know, terrible defense. Washington State mm-hmm. has a good offense, which doesn't bode well for a terrible defense. So you Correct. tell me, can and they Utah's find two more wins? Utah's got a good defense, which yes. is able to, you know, maybe able to, uh, you know, stifle the the offense. So that's right. the other one. So right, and it just depends on what kind of an offense they throw up. You know, at the yep. end of the season, like what what do they have at the end of the season? I think they're in trouble after this loss. Like, I, I they may not even get bowl eligible, really. Yeah, and this was a this was a game that they should have had. That would have been their fifth win, right? Right. Yep. They would. That would have been their fifth two. win. That would have been their fifth win, and I think they could have found at least one win between the the rest of the season. Yeah. To get bowl eligible, could have but two. now they've yeah. got to find. Now they've got to find two. And right. Stanford should have been one that they they should have beaten Stanford. And they did. Oh yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. All right. So college football playoff landscape. I was talking about it coming to life a little bit. Um, you know, you got your top seven teams who are all still undefeated in the AP poll. Um, I had mentioned them earlier. Um, you know, you got your top seven with Georgia. Michigan, Ohio State, um, Florida State, Washington, Penn State. And Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Thank you. All right. And Oklahoma. I, I'm doing it off the top of my head. All yeah, right. so I'm looking at it right that's now. Your, <laughs> yeah, that's your, that's your top seven um, that are all still undefeated, that are all still there. Let's let's not forget Texas is still in the picture with their one loss. Oregon is still in the picture with their one loss. Um, and then John, who do you who do you think really has a uh, you know a a serious shot to maybe make some noise to get in there? Um, so the the biggest thing right now is. Um, so when you're when you're looking at this this playoff picture and you're looking at the top twenty five right now as it stands, um, you've got one. You've got Michigan and Ohio State two and three, and they will play each other at the end of the year. Okay, you yep. go to the uh, Big Ten playoff or to, to the well. You still got to factor in Penn State, who is also in there. So Penn State, there's Michigan, three teams and yeah, Ohio big, State. So there's three three yeah. teams in the Big Ten. East um, that are in the top seven. So those three teams will have to figure their way in. You may get two of those teams. Round robin two of them. So yeah, you may get two of those teams that go into the 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 top four or in the final four there. But 
they all still have to play each other. So you, there is a possibility that they could, you know, essentially knock each other out or that you can have one. It's you know, possible you could main... get two. All three will not be there. One of those three Obviously. will be gone. Correct. Um, I think that Oregon and Washington are destined to play each other again in the Pac-12 and championship. Almost, I said almost... this. Yeah, I said this. You know, the last time that we that I was on the show with you, um, I had yeah. gone ahead and told you that it doesn't matter who wins because they're going to play each other again. And that winner, Texas and Oklahoma, game, I feel like are the same way. Texas and Oklahoma are exactly the same. Yes, yeah. they will play yeah. each other again, and the winner of that one will be the one that gets in. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you've got uh, – I don't know which division that North Carolina is in, but North Carolina and Florida State will are destined to have to play each other a, at some I point. I think they've done away with divisions in the ACC Okay, this year. so then North Carolina and Florida State are going to have to play each other, whether it's in the regular season or in the championship game. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. That, that's where that's going to – Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming that they're going to keep winning. That's right. kind of where I'm looking at. Um yeah. So they're all going to be playing each other. And what we had t- talked about in our or top Duke. six. Yeah, but I think with with uh, with the quarterback being out, I think Duke, while they're still good, I don't think Duke is going to be able to last. They have a really good defense, I will say that, even with Correct. the quarterback out. Well, they are coached by a defensive coach. Yep. You know, Mike Elko is, uh, is definitely – uh, one of the top defensive coaches. Um, I don't know how long Riley Leonard is out. Have you heard how long he's I out? I don't know, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so Elko being a defensive-minded coach, that defense is a pretty solid team. Um, but so, so what we had discussed before is our top six teams going into – the uh into the playoffs mm-hmm. and trying to get w- what would be I just, our yeah and i was trying, trying to, to figure out to look at I'd, the whole picture this time you know yeah. just look at, yeah i know i know i know but i was trying to figure out like where what i had said in the past but i pretty much had pretty much said that what we were looking at was that you're gonna have oregon washington, and washington oregon and, yeah 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 because i i yeah, discounted you usc you know, saying they don't have a defense, they're not in the picture. I don't care. Right. And yeah. you guess did. what? They finally I mean, look, they, they they've been exposed, you know, during this last few weeks, but they finally lost. So they have the L in their you know, in their record right now. And they're gonna have a couple more, uh, I believe, because I still think that they're not they're not done losing. Um, yeah, I don't either. And so with this You've got, you know, I think that you're only going to get one Big 12 team that has a shot, and that's either Oklahoma so or Texas. So does Missouri and or LSU have a shot in the SEC? No. A realistic shot is what I'm saying. No, I know that they have a path. Because, because I'm not even, even if LSU beats Bama and goes and represents the West, they're going to lose to Georgia. And losing in the championship game against Georgia, they're out. They're done. Right. Um, That'd be a third Missouri, Missouri is not getting past Georgia. So Georgia's going to the SEC championship with or without Brock Bowers. By the way, we haven't mentioned anything about Brock yes. Bowers. Yeah, yeah. Bowers but got hurt this week. Yeah. With or without Brock Bowers, Georgia is still going to make it to the SEC championship game. Um, 
and it really just depends on the extent of Brock Bowers and what he is the rest of the season um, as to probably how far they go because that might be the thing that keeps them from winning the whole thing. That's about right. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do believe that that what we had discussed before, we were talking about, you know, does Oregon was, State does Oregon State have a shot? Uh, they could pick off. They could pick off Oregon. I don't think they win the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think that they win the Pac-12. Okay, and I don't think that they represent the Pac-12 and 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 make it into the into the the, uh, the playoff. But I do think that they have a shot to pick Oregon off, right? You know, and maybe and maybe slide into Oregon's spot to be in the uh, in the Pac-12 championship. championship. The Pac-12 but I just don't think, yeah. yeah. But I just don't think they're going to be the team that that represents the Pac-12 and, and ends up. So we're looking at, I mean, honestly, we're sitting here talking about it. And, you know, after seven weeks, which is about the halfway point of the season, we're looking at about maybe 12 teams that we think has a realistic shot. Right. So, I mean, right now you're looking at two two teams from the Pac-12, two teams from 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 the Big 12. That's four right now, right? right. You're realistically looking at one team from the SEC. That's it. So I think, that's five. I think Bama still has a shot at it. Okay, so okay. sorry, two. We'll, we'll say we'll say two teams from the SEC. Yeah. So that's six teams right there. There's three teams in the Big Twelve or Big Ten. Okay, yes. that have yes. a shot. So that's yes. uh, we, we've now got the what nine nine and, that's and nine. then in the, and then ACC. in the uh, there's two, right? I mean, you're really looking at Florida State, North Carolina. You could throw Duke you in there. Could throw Duke. And I mean, yeah. So yeah. That's eleven, yeah. So you're you're. I mean, there, there's an outside shot for somebody else. So yeah, yeah. That you're looking at about twelve teams. About twelve teams. You know, yep. That's that's what I that's what I had um, was thinking as a realistic shot right now. There are mm-hmm. some paths for a few outside of those ten or twelve teams to get in there. They oh, just yeah. have to come up with some really really statement winning games. I mean, in order for that to happen, what we said was everybody in the top twenty-five still has a path in. I mean, Tennessee, Tennessee still has a path if they can beat Alabama right. this week and you know beat uh, Georgia. They'd have, yeah, they'd have to beat Georgia and yeah. Alabama, but yeah, right. You know, they yep. still have a path. You know what I mean? So there's there's teams that still have a path, uh, but correct. It's very unlikely that all of that comes together. Right. <laughs> right. So, all right. So, going to move on, and this is how you can find us on WSBN TV. Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we're presented by the Fanboys. We are now part of WSBN TV on Channel Thirty. It's World Sports Broadcasting Network, a streaming service TV, and we are excited to be on that. We want you guys to know how to find us. Go to BoxCast app, download the app. Once you do, you can find us on Apple TV, Roku TV, Fire Stick as well. So we cover college sports, of course. We talk about certain teams and hot topics and news. We do game day pick'ems, and we do week wrap-up shows as well as special guests. 
So we would love to have you tune in and watch our shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, that's how you can find us on WSBN TV. We're proud to be on WSBN TV. They have some new stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, we're going to be even on more stuff, like you can find us on Xbox and a few other things. Um, so look for that. But right now it is Fire Stick, uh, Fire TV, Apple TV, and Roku TV. Just download the BoxCast app. All right. The last thing we're going to get to, John, is we're going to look ahead to week eight real quick and kind of run through some of the top games. We're not going to sit here and go through all of them, um, but some of the top games for week eight and just do a quick little rundown and a week ahead. Um, and look, Kentucky is in a bye week, thank goodness. <laughs> after, after the last two weeks. I won't have to worry about being humiliated and looking like an idiot for the next two weeks. So uh, um, <clears throat> week eight is um, among us here, and there's some really big games. You have Penn State at Ohio State in week eight, which is going to be a monster of a game. Penn State is now seven. Ohio State is three. This is one of those games where we said we had a three-headed monster in the Big Ten. This is one that will kind of start sorting that out. Um, you have uh, Washington State at Oregon. You've got Tennessee 17 at Alabama, number 11. That's a big game in the SEC. Um, this week – um let's see you got duke and florida state this week so um if they are without riley leonard that's going to be an awfully tough matchup and it's at florida state so that's going to be a tough one for them um you also have utah at usc this week that is going to be you know um with usc coming off of their loss um, getting beat pretty badly by Notre Dame and now having to face a really good Utah defense that, you know, we were just talking about Notre Dame's defense. Utah's got a really good defense. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. Um, Arizona State travels to Washington. Um, Arizona State is a team who has – is one in five, but they have been in some games um, and can score some points. So it'll be interesting to see how Washington handles that. Um, any other games that you want to mention? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, look, there's Clemson and Miami. I think that one right there is just a – which which team do you want to make fun of the most uh, game right there with Clemson and Miami? I mean, Clemson uh, has a chance to get back into the top 25 with that win. Right, but at the same time, it's just both teams are not what they once were, and it's kind of funny to to look at that. You have the uh, purple game between TCU and Kansas State in the Big 12. Um, that one is more of just a – I mean, it's it will be an entertaining game, but I think that that is, you know, one when you look at the colors that you got, everybody is predominantly wearing purple in that game. 
Um, there was another one that I saw that was earlier. Texas goes to to Houston, so that that could be. I mean, they shouldn't have not. a problem with that one. Right. Um, Auburn and, and Ole Miss play each other next week. Yeah, Ole Miss won't have a problem. Um, <laughs> Tulane and North Texas is actually going to be one that might be actually interesting. I mean, Michigan right? Michigan State in, play each in, other, but Michigan in State's the, in a mess. Yeah, in, in the American Conference, uh, Tulane and North Texas, that would be a yeah. good game. Uh, a side Eastern, you know, Eastern uh, division Little, little foe here, the uh, South Carolina at Missouri. That one wouldn't be like, probably won't be a bad one to watch. Right. Um, and then I believe UAB and Memphis as conference opponents. This is something that hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, I think that goes back to, I think Memphis was in the CUSA for a little bit, but definitely when they were both in the Sun Belt, um, they were uh, right. conference rivals. They were rivals so now they're striking that rivalry back up uab it'll be memphis at uab on um saturday at 11 a.m espn2 that one is going to be something that would be kind of worth watching um and uh ucf and oklahoma i think oklahoma is going to win this one but i think that this would be kind of an entertaining game at 11 a.m abc yeah, and it, that one's at Oklahoma. Uh, that's another one. I mean, Texas goes to Houston. I think both teams should handle those games, but you never know. That's why they play the games. Um, you know, you, you never know. Um, the 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 last Penn one State, is Ohio actually State is going to be huge. Yeah, the last one that I want to mention is one that will be played on Tuesday night, and that is Western Kentucky at Jacksonville State. I think that one. Go would tops. Be... I think that one will be one that will be uh, worth I'm, watching. I'm literally State like 20 is, minutes from from Western Kentucky's university, and, so. and I'm about 45 minutes to an hour from Jacksonville State. <laughs> so. Go tops! <laughs> but Jacksonville State has done a lot more than what people have expected. They're five and two on the season, three and one on the year, uh, or three and one in uh, in Conference USA. Uh, this is their first year in. Division one uh, football, so right. they are doing a lot more than what people had expected. Hey, out James of them. I Madison, think they were isn't this expect- isn't this just their second year in Division one? Something like that. But anyway, this one right here will be, you know, another one of those uh, games to watch to see if uh, Jacksonville State can continue their meteoric rise, or if Western, who is a really good team, can put them out. So. They have a good offense. Western yes. always has a good, a very good offense. Yes. So. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys being with us and being on with us. Check us out. This has been our week seven weekend wrap-up show here at College Sportscast. Our next show is going to be Tuesday night um, on the 17th at 8 p.m. You can catch our College Sportscast, The Big Fuss Show. Um, it will not be week seven. I did not change that. That'll be for week eight. Um, anyway, uh, our big fuss show, we do hot topics. We do some debate topics. I'm not sure if John here is going to be on with me. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he's not on Tuesday nights. Uh, but we will see. I know I've got the two Johns, so one of them or both of them will be on with us. And uh, 
we always do like some latest news and latest hot topics. And then we always have a couple of segments, pick six segment and the no fly zone segment uh, that we do. So we always have a little bit of fun and do a little debate show. So catch that. That is on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time this week for week eight. All right, John, I appreciate you being on with me. I hope you had a good time and talking college football. Doesn't get much yep. better than that, although I wish we were both coming off of a win, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I wish as a fan, you know, we were both coming off of a win, but we were both coming off losses this time. So um, I appreciate you guys being on with us. And uh, like I said, check us out on Tuesday night for the Big Fuss Show. All right, guys. I appreciate you being with us for College Sports Cast Weekend Wrap Up Show Week Seven. Y'all have a good night. All right. See ya.